Today's episode is brought to you by Cement. Have you heard of it? Have you seen it? You probably have. I mean, odds are if you've ever gone outside, you've seen cement. Odds are if you're inside, that that the thing that you're in probably built with cement in some shape or form. Cement is a gray material that you can mix with concrete. If anyone listening is currently building an arena, a stadium, a skyscraper, or even if you're just looking to repair your driveway or even put a piece of modern art in your um, yard, you can use cement. Cement was invented in 1824 by a guy named Joseph Aspdin terrible name but great legacy because he brought you every structure you have and where would we be without it without cement we would be in wooden structures still that any wolf could come out of the woods and blow over and then you're naked and a a wolf bites off your ear you happy with that no so you owe joseph some respect and go to www.cement.com pro pro promo holy promo code Nessen for 15% off um, cement. Get your cement today. And we're back. We're here. Bill Gates updates. Let's hop right into it, man. Let's hop right into it. Now, not a lot of big updates, but essentially the whole story at this point, from what I've been able to glean, is that my man was shooting shots. He's out there. He's at conferences. He sees a nice lady in the office. He's shooting shots. He's sending emails, like real nerd emails, too. Right? Real nerd, like, hey, yo, it's BG. That's how I, I like to think he, I like to think Bill Gates' inner voice is like, yo, let's get these computers quick. It's BG. You want to go for dinner? That's what he's sending out. And it's so funny because that's not even that, it's blowing up. And those are, that's pretty mundane. That's pretty benign. He's just now, he's married. So obviously, shouldn't be shooting shots when you're married. You should be shooting shots back at your wife. And that's it. But he's out there. The What I think is the catalyst for this. Um, and by the way, ca- cement is a catalyst for concrete if you're looking for some. But um, what I think is the catalyst for this is he's presented himself so squeaky clean. This is when people get in trouble. I think this is a big part. Now, there's the cancels that happen because someone does something literally illegal. That's obvious. But then there's the other ones that are called, I would call them like reputational cancels. And by the way, I don't even know if this cancels the right word. Uh, you can't cancel a guy that has a hundred billion dollars. I mean, you, even if you took away ninety billion somehow for a cancel fund, the guy is still balling out. Even if you took away ninety-nine billion, the guy is still balling. So I don't know if you can cancel, you know, a billionaire, but he's in trouble. And I think it's a reputational thing because you present yourself so squeaky clean. You know, phil- philanthropic. I'm out here. I'm curing malaria. I'm I'm low key putting microchips into people's arms in the COVID vaccine so we can track them. Whatever. But um, that's the that's the issue is that he he presented himself so clean, and then if anything comes out like this, that's why it's a big deal. That's why it's a big deal. He hasn't even he hasn't even been accused. I don't think yet of anything like illegal or really morally wrong, other than you know cheating on his wife. But as more of it comes out, it's interesting because apparently, dude, this guy, somehow he negotiated a vacation with his ex every year. How do you even do, how do you even have that conversation with your wife? How do you sit down with someone, right? 
And you go, hey, listen, babe, you know I love you, right? You know I love you, right? You know I have an ex. I hardly talk about her. I don't have feelings for her, but I am going to need a two-week vacation with her every year. How do you even negotiate that? Part of me looks at that and you go, maybe she just gave in because she's like, whatever, this guy's balling. I'll let him go to do what he wants. But part of me wonders if that's part of why he's so successful. Is he is he that level of negotiator? You got to be a karate black belt, black belt, black belt level of negotiator to negotiate a deal with your wife to go on a vacation with your ex-wife annually. That is some next level shit. If you can do that, you can do anything. In fact, the listeners here, if you have a, yo, this, this is a challenge. If you have a significant other, you got a girlfriend, you got a fiance, you got a boyfriend, go to them tonight and you try, why don't you try the Bill Gates challenge? This is the Bill Gates challenge. Try to negotiate a vacation with your ex, with your current partner. <laughs> and let me know how that goes. That's the, that's my challenge to all of you. Film it and let's see how it goes. If because if you can if you can negotiate that, maybe you can build your own Microsoft. I don't know. So anyway, it's very, it's very interesting. Um, we're not gonna beat this horse to death. I don't think the story's gonna get any bigger at this point. So we're not gonna talk about it every day. But I was just thinking about it today and I'm like, that's kind of interesting. I think a lot of it is when you present yourself squeaky clean, when you do anything that's it doesn't even have to be illegal at that point, anything that's sort of, you know, off that whatever, off that image, that's when it catches fire and it catches the news. Whereas, dude, if BG came out here from the beginning and he's like, listen, yo, right? Like, even if he talked like that a little bit more, right? Instead of like, you know, I uh, got into computers because I was lucky enough to be around one. Ugh. Then you find out that guy is shooting shots. Of course you're pissed. But if he just, if he came out from the hop and he's like, yo, yo, I like computers. I like ladies. Those are my two passions. Okay, then we would have been like, all right, this is par for the course. So we'll see what happens. What I think is fascinating is how many ladies turned him down. How much money does this guy got to make to not to still not strike out on a, on a dinner email? Wow. Tough times out there for the BG, but um, I wonder if he really gives a shit. Honestly, do you think he even cares when you have that much? I know it's like, you know, money only does so much, but it does do a lot. Does he even give a shit? I don't know. None of us will ever know. If any of you make a $50 billion and then you get, uh, you know, fake canceled or whatever, let me know. Let me know what it actually feels like because it's a fascinating story. But speaking of that, man, this whole culture, I was thinking about this today and it's like, I think slowly and slowly, I don't want to say this in the wrong way. I don't want to say, you know, it's tougher to be, to be a man because that sounds like a victim mentality, which I don't like. I don't think that's... But it's you can you can tell that at least in media they're cutting the balls off of our society. They're just cutting the balls off of shit, man. Because men joke around, we say inappropriate stuff. That's just how we operate. It's not hurtful. It's not hateful. That's how we do it. If you ever watch Inside the NBA, it's one of the best sports programs because you got Shaq, you got Charles Barkley, you got Kenny the Rocket Smith. And uh, you got Ernie Johnson. And they just fuck around with each other. That's what makes it fun. That's what makes it fun. And that's how men are. We joke around. We say shit that's offside. And that's that's the part that's being taken away from everything. 
Anything that's borderline offside is getting stripped out. You can't even have that in movies anymore. Even Sonic commercials. Do you remember the Sonic commercials? I don't know if you ever saw them. There's the two guys. Those were some of the best commercials on TV. In fact, they have compilations of them on YouTube with millions of views. You hit the ball out of the park when people seek out your commercial to watch it on purpose. 99.9% of all the commercials we see in our life, we, we, we want to skip and get through. In the Sonic commercials, people actually seek them out to watch them. And they got rid of those guys. You know why? Because it's just two guys. It's just two white guys. They can't have it. They can't have it. It's just such a weird thing to me. And again, this is not a boohoo and it's not a victim thing. And I'm not saying it's like, oh, it's tough for guys. But I do think that uh, it opens this giant gap that podcasts come in. Thank God. Because podcasts are where, you know, I think it's mainly men that listen to them because it's a place where you actually get content for men. There's no real shows on TV just for guys anymore. You know, women have like the talk. I would say even Dr. Oz. Is, you know, all that daytime stuff. Where's the man? Where's this? Where's a show where it's just dudes sitting around making fun of each other? You couldn't have it. You couldn't have that anymore. If you had a show that had how guys talk to each other in a dressing room before sports or after sports, it would be canceled immediately. And that's all I'm saying. I like, I like to bring some of that back. Now, what I like is if you watch the highlights on YouTube for Inside the NBA, there is that vibe. And I love it. You see the way Charles Barkley jokes and some of the stuff he says that's offside. And what's so funny is he, he, has, he has this ongoing one bit that's been ongoing about how big women are in San Antonio. It's one of the funniest ongoing bits I've ever seen. It's hilarious. They crack Shaq up every time. It's absolutely hilarious. Google Charles Barkley, San Antonio, and watch the compilations on YouTube. It's so funny. And in our society now, just the fact that he says that, you would expect to scroll down and see uh, uh, you know, everything, all the ratings be right. It's 100% approved because people realize it's not coming from a hateful place. He's joking. Come on, man. Anyway, that was on my mind today, and I just I don't like that you can see it slowly infiltrating. Like I said, even the there's this there's this push to have to just check the box on stuff and just have every type of person and everything, and um, it's good, it's good, but there's also nothing wrong with if you got a formula that's working and it happens to just be two guys, just leave it. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I don't know. I can't tell if we'll grow out of this stuff or if it'll just become, you know, worse and worse and worse. I don't know. I mean, they're even calling Rogan out for stuff now. Come on, man. Anyway, uh, let's get back to the comedy here. Just a thought I had today. Um, man, speaking of which, I know I just talked about men having shows, but I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives. I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives. I watched one last night. I think it's New York. There's one woman on there, Sonia. Dude, she's so funny. Sonia is hilarious because she's just always, she's at least 4 out of 10 drunk at everything. 4 out of 10 drunk. And that's the beginning of the episode. She always starts out at 4, four out of 10 drunk. And by the end, we're talking 10 out of 10 drunk. But what's better is she's got some issues she hasn't dealt with. So by 9 out of 10, it's, it's 100% conflict time. And last night she flies off the handle and she she like hits the other woman. I don't even know what the other lady's name is. I should. 
unbelievable. And she's screaming. Dude, it's unbelievable. It's honestly great television. I, I can't fault them. I don't know if they tell them to fight or if they amp them up, but the level of conflict that these ladies get into is um, absolutely incredible. And when you mix some booze in there and then you got some emotional things going on, whoo, whoo, that's a melting pot. Melting pot of good TV right there. It's one of those things like when you want to watch a show and go, I just want to turn my brain off and I'm just going to accept whatever shows up on here. It's a perfect show for that. It's a perfect show. Now, there's like nine iterations, so I can't keep track. You know, there's Real Housewives of uh, New York, Orange County, uh, Red Deer. Like, I don't even know at this point. I thought I thought they did. They did have NHL wives for a bit, which I think had a few Canadian families on it. I just remember the one girl on there was like, oh, he's gone all the time. <laughs> She said it like this guy, like he, just the way she said it was so funny. She's like, he's just gone all the time. Like as if she's not married to an NHL player. It's like, yeah, that's what they do. That's, that's what they do is they, he has to travel because he's playing professional hockey. He's always gone. Why is he gone? <laughs> and she, I remember she was at a dinner with uh, her friend. She's like, I wish he was just like a plumber so he could be home all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, you have a closet that's 2,000 square feet. I think she just didn't realize plumbers make that much less. I think. I mean, I think there might be people out there who, if you know, if you grow up, with money privilege, which is the real privilege, by the way. If you grow up with money privilege your whole life, you might have no concept of what a, what a, you know a regular job affords versus what you. Like, there's got to be someone out there that's like, why don't they have a helicopter? <laughs> We've all met someone like that, right? They're like, why don't you just buy it? <laughs> well, why don't you just buy it then? And you're like, well, because you have to save up money. Why? Those are like the people that, uh, those are the people who, you know, everyone's got someone they know from high school who is like still traveling at this point. But everyone has someone they know from high school on Instagram who still is in, you know, in Thailand. I got, there's a girl that I follow. She's in Thailand every couple of weeks. Then she goes to like some other exotic location then she was living in new york for a bit then she went to europe during the pandemic by the way she must have some type of invisibility cloak or something and she doesn't even she, there's no job what the, what's going on and just gonna go why don't you just go why don't you just go overseas <laughs> everyone knows someone like that and they might they might just not know right they might not know. Why don't, Why are you working? Why don't you travel? I don't know. Good point. It seems to be, you know, that's the dream that they always say is the dream. Whenever you see those like work, um, those work entrepreneur videos or whatever, they're like, why don't you just bring your computer and work by the beach? It's a nightmare. I don't want to do that. Right. They always have like someone with a laptop working near a pool or in a, in a tropical location. As if that's the dream. You're like, that's the worst. I'd rather just work in, you know, in an area, get it done, and then go play in the pool. I don't want to work 
You think I, you think a regular person can go sit on a beach and work and stay focused? You think a regular person can have their laptop and work on like a, a, a PowerPoint presentation and an Excel spreadsheet or something when they're right next to a beach and a, a swim-up bar? What is this fantasy? What is this dream? But what do I know? Once again, we're brought to you by Cement, Codenate Cement. <laughs> Man, we're still locked down out here, huh? So I've been going for walks again because it's getting nice outside. Here's a pet peeve of mine. Let's do this pet peeve of the day. Um, you know, little kids, they're running around in the yard. I'm just enjoying my time. I'm walking. I'm walking along. And I hear, hi. And I don't, I don't even look, right? I don't look. I don't look. Hi. And I'm going, uh, is that for me? And I don't know. And I keep walking, right? Hi, mister. So finally, I, you know, I give them the nod. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hi, what's your name? Kid did that to me yesterday. Hi, what's your name? And I don't want to answer because one, there's this, you know, there's this um, pedo paranoia where I'm like, man, if I even re reply to this, you know, I'm a guy walking around here by myself. If I even reply to this, can I get in trouble? I don't even want to cross those waters. This, Bill Burr has a great bit about that in one of his specials. I'm not, I can't remember which one it was on, but it was one. I think it was his first or second special, but he's got a great bit about that, about like how back in the day you could, you know, go up to a kid. Hey, what's up there, Rusty? And he's like, now a kid comes near you. Your hands are up. You're like, get this thing the fuck away from me. I'm not, I'm not aroused. I'm not here. That type of thing. That's so funny. But a little bit, you're like, I'm like, I don't want to engage. Like, I'm not going to talk to this kid. I'm not taking that risk. Because, yeah, as soon as I go like, hey, I'm Todd. Who are you? That's when the mom's going to come out and be like, who's this pervert? Why are you talking to my kid? And I'm like, he started it. I'm going to blame it on the kid. You know, some kid named Ryu or some millennial name, right? Leaflet. Leaflet over here. I'm going to blame that kid. No. So I just ignore them. And he's, dude, this kid was relentless. He's like, hey, what's your name? <laughs> dude, this kid was yelling at me as I go down the block. Hey, hey, what's your name? What is this kid? You know what it is? It's because everyone else replies. And that's the reason I don't reply, aside from the, the pedo paranoia, is because and I've talked about this before. You can't give them. I'm helping them. I'm helping his future. I'm letting him know that sometimes some some parts of the world are indifferent, indifferent to you. And by some parts, I mean literally the whole world is indifferent to you. The world doesn't hate you, but it doesn't love. It's just indifferent. And that's what you should learn. Because when if everyone replies to that kid and they engage, this kid starts thinking, I'm I'm in control. I'm so I, everyone replies to me. I'm special. <laughs> My dreams are going to come true. I know I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm totally just kidding. It's not that serious. But that is there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of that where I'm like if everyone, you know, you don't want your kid to become an attention seeker. Ooh, dude, what am I a parent? Yeah, this is my parenting. Take it from me, a guy with no children and um, one dog. Here's some parenting tips that <laughs> I can help you out with. Man, I almost started going down that path. And then I was like, if any parents are listening to this, you're going to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man, that's fair enough. You're right. And that's, you know what? That's a good note to end on. That's all we have time for today. Go get some cement. Let me know what you're building. And once again, don't forget to try that Bill Gates challenge. Approach your partner and try to negotiate um, 
maybe a, maybe a seven day, or if you're brave, a 10 day vacation with your most recent or most threatening ex. And um, love you to all that goes. All right. I'll see you guys again. I'll be back. See you guys on Friday. Can't wait. Bye-bye. Thank you.